you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from the ChrisVossShow.com. The Chris Voss Show. I'll let her round off the finish there. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We really appreciate you guys being here. As always, when you hear the Iron Lady sing it, you know that the show is live. A welcome to the Chris Voss Show, the family that loves you but doesn't judge you, at least not as harshly as your mother-in-law, because she never liked the look of your face anyway, and you shouldn't have married her daughter. But that's between you and her and them and your problem, not mine. But she said that she keeps writing the show, so I don't know what that's about. Anyway, guys, we have always the most amazing authors. I'm seeing our guest shake her head. We have the most amazing authors on the show and they bring you bring you their knowledge, their insight, their experiences, their stories, enlighten and brighten your life and give you what we call the Chris Voss Show Glow of whatever. I don't know. It could be radiation. Who knows? And we have an amazing author, multi-book author, I should say, say on the show with us today. Victoria Shea joins us on the show. Her latest book just came out September 26, 2023, and just in time for the holidays, it is actually entitled Unleashed Holiday, which is a whole probably has a whole different plot than what you experienced at Thanksgiving when Uncle Ted, you know, started drinking again. Anyway, her book is entitled Unleashed Holiday, and she has a plethora of books. We'll find out how much. There's so many I couldn't count that high because I flunked second grade. Victoria Shade has been a dog trainer and writer for over 20 years. During that time, her dog duties have included working behind the scenes on animal planets. Puppy Bowl as the lead animal wrangler, appearing on two seasons of the Animal Planet show Faithful Friends and creating dog training content and appearing in educational videos for a variety of pet-centric websites. Victoria's favorite way to share her dog knowledge is through her books, whether in a how-to manual like Bonding with Your Dog, woven into her novels like Who Rescued Hugh and My Dogs Rescued Me, and Lost, Found, and forever. Welcome to the show, Victoria. How are you? Chris, that intro had me laughing. My God, you're like joke a minute. Well, good. we try. We try and run it like a radio show. The old, you know, the old timey stuff. So uh, yeah, I remember. Every now and then I'm funny. Well, <laughs> give us the dot coms. <laughs> I would love uh, it. Tell us where, yeah, I love it. Tell us where people can find you on the interwebs. Oh, I love starting with that. Okay, I am a huge Instagram person. They can find me at Victoria underscore shade. My dogs are the stars there. They're the stars <laughs> everywhere, basically. Facebook is, do people still use Facebook? It's Victoria Shade Author. Not on really X anymore. What else is yeah. there? Uh, I mean, TikTok. Yeah, Victoria Shade throwing shade at Facebook there. That was, that was Just so, a little bit. A little I, bit I shade. S-H-A-D-E at the Facebook. And, and uh, I mean, there's no use in throwing shade at Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk is doing that enough as it is. So welcome to the show. Congratulations. How many books do you have? Again, you have a numerous amount of books. I think you can count this high. So it's five novels and two how-to manuals. 
Oh, that that that's two hands right there. I can't do two hands. <laughs> I'm good with one, but uh, after five, it gets confusing because because you know then it's it's addition. So I don't know what that means. So give us a thirty thousand overview. What's inside your newest book, Unleashed Holiday? I'm going to preface this by saying, even though I have a sales background, I do the world's worst elevator pitches for my own books, even though I wrote them. So you're not going to be knocked off. Your socks are not going to be knocked off for this, but I'll give you my best. Okay. So Unleashed Holiday is an enemies to lovers story about two people with a really bumpy history. It's mm. a dog trainer and a personal trainer. And they have a lot of beef and a lot of history, and they're thrown together because their businesses wind up in the same building. Uh -huh. So these two people have these big feelings, very complicated feelings. If you're getting my drift, it seems like yeah. hatred, but maybe there's more to it. There's something simmering and throw in all of the holidays between what Halloween all the way through Christmas. We've got goats, we've got dogs, and that is Unleashed Holiday. I'll buy it just for the goats. I don't know what that means. I, I get my dogs goat milk, raw goat milk. It's good. It's really good for them, yeah. There you go. So these 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 two are nemesis towards each other, and I don't know. Does this maybe some of the is is maybe some of their conflict with each other a bit of latent maybe subconscious sexual tension? Maybe is that part of the issue? Uh, it's not just latent. There, we'll just oh. say that there's there's one night that they both kind of want to put behind them in their past. Oh, yeah. it's one of those one of those well, nights. To lovers, so you know. Yeah. I think anytime you have a lot of hatred, there's mm -hmm. in hatred, you know, indifference is like, ah, no big deal. But if you really, really hate someone, you have passionate feelings, whether you want to admit it or not. So how did, uh, that is an excellent point. It sounds like my first 10 divorces. Uh, <laughs> the, you just described them perfectly. Um, but so, so there is a way to find love out of hate. There's hope. I might be able to get back with all of them. At once. Yeah, that's probably never going to happen. Uh, that's what I've been told, at least by the attorneys their restraining order. <laughs> there you go. So now, what part do the dogs play in this? Because evidently they're up to something. Yeah, dogs are a big part in all of the books I write. You know, as a dog trainer, I can't help but weave in some, you know, always dog yeah. characters and then also yeah. dog training background. So um, I never hit my readers over the head with it, but... Anyone who reads my novels will pick up dog training tips. Oh, oh yeah, Lots. they're multi. They're multifaceted. They are definitely multifaceted. You always learn a little something along with the romance. And this in this particular book, my main character Chelsea is a dog trainer, so mm -hmm. dogs are a part of her everyday life. And Andrew, the love interest slash antagonist slash enemy, he has a white boxer that's deaf. Mm -hmm. And he realizes that he's a little out of his depth with this dog who's kind of out of control and he has to mm -hmm. eat some humble pie and ask Chelsea for help. And that's mm -hmm. kind of the beginning of them, uh, their journey. Ah, yeah. You know, multifaceted books. So people are going to read your books and they can, they can read them for the romance novel part of it. And then, you know, there's some dog training in there. It sounds like the same way that I used to read Playboy, just for the articles. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that joke in there. There's a little um, spice, too. So. Some, some things you can't throw away. So bickering turns to bantering. Chelsea finds herself inexplicably drawn to the man she thought she had nothing in common with. And uh, I imagine this takes place over the holidays. 
Yes, from Halloween, we've got, or Halloween, or Swoloween. Remember, we've got the, the dueling businesses, the personal oh. trainer and the dog trainer. So her oh. part is called Halloween, and his oh. is called Swoloween. Oh. And then we have Thanksgiving, and you mentioned a, a drunk uncle. There's definitely an uncle causing mm -hmm. trouble in the, in the Thanksgiving in my book. And yeah. we end with Christmas. Wasn't Swoloween what led to that night that they all regretted? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Maybe there was some drinkling that was might have been some alkaline that caused that too. There was alkaline involved. Yeah. Alkaline. So uh, yeah, I want to stay away from that or not. And there's always New Year's coming up, so there's still time. Uh, I'm including New Year's in the book, but I just I ended it with with Christmas. There you go. You know, that's for the second book or the next book. Oh, fingers crossed. So, through all your, through all your novels, do you are these always new characters? Are there is there any sort of series running through them? There's no series. I my what my second book, Who Rescued Who? I am still to this day. That was released in 2020. People are telling me we need to see what happens next. So if there ever will be a series, it will be based on my second book, Who Rescued Who, which is set in England, and you oh. know, everyone adores that book. But no, I mean, these are all standalone, so you can pick up any book and read and laugh and swoon. Yeah, there you go. And so you can enjoy them. You know, people love love stories. People love good to bad stories. I'll send a copy of them to all my exes and see if there's a shot, you know. You know, there's always that. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, hey, if, if they can work it out in their book, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a chance, right? I'm, there are always I, lessons to learn, even in fiction. <laughs> there you go. Which also, fiction also explains my first 10 marriages because they never existed. So let me ask you this. Have you ever trained Huskies or put them in your books? I have not put Huskies in my books, but I have trained a few over the years. There's oh, yeah. one I recall in, in my early career. Boy, as you can imagine, what a puller. This dog, talk about sled dog, but yeah. I triumphed. It was, yeah, Did you? Oh, sure. Yeah. Every, every dog, you know, dog friendly, science backed, positive dog training can transform any dog from puppy to senior who feels, you know, you feel like can't teach an old dog new tricks with positive training. You can. I have two Huskies and they're Huskies are strong minded. They have their own set of thoughts and, and stuff. Hey guys, we're shipping you to Victoria's for a few weeks. <laughs> Are you trained? But it's not just training the dogs, it's training the, the handler as well. That's, That's true. That's the thing. You know, the dogs are easy. It's it's dealing with the other end of the leash that can be complicated. I used to see that a lot on, who's that guy, the the dog whisperer? Oh. Yeah. Where more, more times it was kind of about the people. Like, you know, I'm like, these people are idiots. This is why the dogs are bad. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think with the... Same thing with the, who's that nanny who would go in and help people with their kids that were being yeah. shitty? And part of the problem was just really the parents? Yeah, it was a train wreck. The beginning of those episodes were fascinating because you would just, you would see how, you're like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. And you just, you just, you know, I see that in the stores, you know, people oblivious and their kids are running around burning stuff down and murdering people. Or we like to call it Fridays around here. But no, Huskies, Huskies are, are kind of their own. Th you know, like you, you give them commands and they just look at you and they're like, that's cute. We'll think about that. And now we're going to do what we want to do. But if you understand, there's kind of a thing to them where they, they, as sled dogs, when they're told to be, you know, continue mushing across the ice, they're designed to shut down 
and override their commands to save the dog team. They're designed to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they're, but they're, they're definitely a challenging dog. They sadly end up in a lot of shelters because they're, they're, and then they're incredible skate artists and really, and, and so, they're so beautiful that they are think about the great mind underneath all that, the eyes and the beautiful fur. Yeah. And then they, and then, and then you just end up eating fur. You wake up with a mouthful of fur every day, and you just go, "That's great." What What have I touched on about Unleashed Holiday that we can tease out? Novels are kind of hard because you can't talk about the middle or the end. But anything more you want to tease out about them or the characters? Yeah, I mean, there's always something. I think the fun of this novel is it's a slow burn, oh. rather than it being like insta love. I mean, they do have a history together, and they do mm. have that one night that they both are trying to forget. <laughs> but it's they have to get to a point where they they really understand each other because they think they know each other, but. Mm. As they start working together, you know, as Chelsea starts training his dog, who is named Dude, by the way, she learns more about Andrew. And then on the flip side, she Dude accidentally injures Chelsea. Oh. And they work out this trade. He pulls her down and she hurts her wrist. So part of the whole bargain is not only is she helping to train unruly Dude, Andrew is going to help her rehab her wrist. because. Oh. Yeah, so there are all these opportunities for them to get to know each other better and maybe flirt a little bit and realize how wrong they were. You know, there's some pride and prejudice going on in this book because they think they have this understanding of who the other person is only to discover that they were completely wrong. Huh. I should try this with more people or nemesis in my life. Maybe maybe the sex is better. I don't know. (laughs) Depends on who it is, I think, because you could get in trouble. That's true. That's true. I mean, and, and sometimes, you know, the, the restraining orders in the way. But, you know, I've, I've met those couples that they're like, I'm like, you guys fight a lot. And they go, but the makeup sex is great. And you're like, I don't know. That's yeah. those fight. You know, if you're having to call the cops every other night, I mean, all right, come on, really? I mean, but then you kind of go, hmm, I wonder what that's about. Anyway, so what's up next for you? Future books, anything in the can, anything you're working on? I'm definitely working on something. I'm about halfway through as of yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. my next book. And I can't talk too much about it. It's, mm-hmm. you know, there are dogs. but it's, I was just going to pull that joke. Are there other dogs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry to step on your line there. Uh, yes, there are dogs and <laughs> there romance. Will be, there will be dogs. There will be dogs. Always. It's my Maybe maybe you should do what was that was the line from that famous movie There Will Be Blood. Maybe you should yeah. do a book called There Will Be Dogs. I don't know what it means, but Well, let me tell you, people are so worried speaking of blood and and my books, people think not necessarily this one because the cover, you know, it's cartoony and fun. Yeah. Some of my other books have photographs on the cover of dogs and I will be asked so frequently does the dog die? You know, is Oh. No, never. It's happily ever after. Oh, so that's good. Of the leash. I would never write that. You would crush some people. Oh, I know. Yeah. And there, there are books out there doing that. I don't, I don't know do that. Yeah, there. Yeah. That, that gives me a good question for you. Do you feel like your romance novels better or have an added touch? Because, you know, I mean, we have a lot of romance novels that, that come on the show. But I don't know that they usually involve pets too much or, or make them kind of a real featurette, especially on the cover. Do you feel that maybe you know, people are drawn to your work a little bit more because of the dog? I think it, the, the dog-loving audience is mm-hmm. definitely drawn. But, uh, shocker, 
not everyone likes dogs. I still can't wrap my head around that concept. No one cares about those people. Right? Yeah, they're just, right? they're just, especially if they like cats. There's there's no well, reason. Cats are good. I love cats. They're, they're a major, there's a kitten in my next book. I, I like those. Yes, like that is you. It, Why not both? Does the dog eat the cat? I'm just no, kidding, people. I'm no, just being no. mean. There you go. No, cats are wonderful things. I, I think it's good for people to have pets. The only thing I don't like about cats is is they're a lot like girlfriends. They love you 50% of the time and hate you the next and want to destroy you. And so that's kind of how they work. It depends um, on the cat. I mean, some of them are aloof and some of them are dog-like and very loving. Yeah, some are just evil. I mean, they're just... I've seen, I watch all the videos where they knock stuff off and they're, oh. you know, they chew on your, your TV monitor and break it. And, you know, they're That's just mischievous, not evil. They're mischievous. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is, I don't know. Cats are good for people who like cats. Let's put it that way. But yeah, I mean, dogs, I think, I think your books definitely must, must cut apart pretty cool with the element of having dogs in them because people love, People who love dogs love dogs, and people that don't love dogs don't matter. So I don't think they're. I don't think they qualify as people That's either. A slogan. You know what's that old saying? If you know, if, if I mean, if you ever have your dog and they don't like a certain person, that's usually a sign. Not yeah. always. I, I do. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that because sometimes maybe mm -hmm. it's the type of person that the dog's never met before. So rather than mm -hmm. writing this person off, like maybe. Oh, yeah someone with facial hair and a hat and the dog isn't familiar with that type of person. So yeah. I, I wouldn't use that as law. It's interesting to consider, but I think, I think what my belief system is, is people who don't like dogs, like they just, I don't know, maybe they don't get dogs or something. I just kind of see them as, I don't know, not fully developed human beings and emotionally or something, but I don't know. I could be prejudiced and probably am. They they might not have had exposure too. That's the other thing, you know. That's true. Character in one of my books, she was frightened by a dog as a child, and that oh. happens a lot too, where you have a bad experience early on, and it forms your impression until you're lucky enough to have the chance to meet a dog who changes your perspective, which yeah. is exactly what happens in the book. There you go. When I was bitten by a dog as a child. I still it looks like a shark tooth on my wrist. A German oh. shepherd bit me when I was very very young. Oh really. Yeah, but here I am all these years later books about making dogs. a career out of it. You're getting revenge. There you go. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, do you ever you ever think about putting huskies in your book, or why do you hate huskies? <laughs> I don't hate them at all. It's just, funny. Lately, a lot of people have been requesting their breeds. I'll get calls. <laughs> I just I did a signing over the weekend, and someone was like, what about Yorkies? Can you put a Yorkie what in the book? you do Yorkie? Yeah. I'm filing what filing away all these breeds I need to start adding into my book. You're gonna have to write a lot of damn books for all the varieties of dogs out there. I would love that. Mm -hmm. That's my dream. There you go. You go through all the spectrums of dogs. I don't even know how many variations of dogs there are, but uh, I don't know. There you go. I've yeah. been called one on Tinder, but that's a different story. <laughs> anyway, any anything more you want to tease out on the book before we go or future works that you're doing? I guess just, you know, pick up Unleashed Holiday for the dog lover in your life. It is lighthearted, but there are some deeper themes with family and, you know, different family challenges. It's, like I said, it's funny. You will laugh. You will swoon. There's romance. And I think it makes the perfect gift. If you want a signed copy, my local bookshop, can I shout them out? 
Yeah, please do. Yeah, the Doylestown Bookshop in mm -hmm. Doylestown, Pennsylvania has signed copies. And if they happen to run out, just put a little note in your order and I will make sure to sign it for you. Plug for supporting your local independent bookstore. Now more mm -hmm. than ever, we need to do that. So yeah. And if it's not, if your bookstore doesn't carry it, you can always request it and they will be able to get it for you. There you yeah. go. Get them in. I see some other books here that too that sound really good. Bonding with your dog. Mm -hmm. um, That's my first book. Yep, that's why I always take my dogs to the bar with me so we can bond. Secrets of a dog trainer, uh -huh. problem solving for a well-behaved dog. I like the bonding with your dog. It it I it took me a while to really understand dogs, and dogs really saved me as a human being because mm -hmm. I I was a horrible being, a horrible human being. I mean, I haven't changed that much, but but no, they really helped put me in touch with my soul and my balance and and just everything. And she taught me to be a a warm, loving human being, which I'm still struggling with and regretting. But <clears throat> they, uh, <laughs> learning learning to bond with your dogs is so important, and, and they, they teach you so much. They teach you they teach you how to be a better human. I mean, they they really are the best people. Dogs are. I don't even know. They are. They're, I I always I, I was telling this on Facebook. I said, you know, I'm pretty sure at this point that we can we can determine that dogs are aliens, and they're just kind of here to visit us and you know, help us out along the way. And then they, about 10 years or 15 years, about all they can take of us before they have to return to whatever planet they're from. Just be like, okay, enough with these people. I mean, we can only help them so much, Aww. you know, and we'll send, send somebody else to, you know, tag team and, and do the, do the, do the, do the next step. Cause you know, I, I tried. <laughs> it's a really unique perspective. I like yeah. it. Yeah, they're the ones that go to heaven. We're stuck going to that rainbow bridge or whatever. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you very much, Victoria, for coming on. Give us your .com so we can find you on the interwebs. VictoriaShade.com. It's S-C-H-A-D-E. Instagram, Victoria underscore Shade. Facebook, at Victoria Shade Author. And I think that's it for all There of you go. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for audience to tune in. As always, Take care of your dogs. Get to know them. Bond with them. Love them. Don't be one of those people who puts them in the backyard, damn it, chains them up and forgets about them. I, I will come for you. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Order up uh, Victoria's book, Where Refined Books Are Sold. It's Unleashed Holiday. It just came out September 26, 2023. And uh, get all of her books. And, you know, the beautiful thing about her books is they make great Christmas gifts. So that's coming up. Buy a whole set of them. You can, you know, get those great Christmas deals and all that good stuff and give them away for the holidays. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. And.